0: Welcome to Dudes on Movies, a podcast where dudes talk about movies. I'm your dude, Scott. I'm your dude, Dave. And today is our listener response show for the November questions of the week. We're going to read through some of your responses and let you know what we think. Yes. The first one from November is from our Primal Fear episode. It is, what is your favorite courtroom drama? On Facebook, Tom chimed in. He said, I'd love to put 12 angry men in this conversation, but it's not actually in a courtroom. Going with my gut on this to say a few good men, but my gods, the verdict is one hell of a second place. Nice. Lot of, lot to unpack. I would count 12 Angry Men as a oh, of courtroom course, drama yeah, because it's courtroom adjacent.
1: That's true. You're right. It's behind a <laughs> courtroom. So that, that that also counts.
0: Yeah. that And that's these are all good ones here for yes. sure. Uh, Carly said, from the hip for John Hurt's performance alone, to kill a mockingbird, runaway jury, a time to kill. I had a hard time choosing a favorite. These are all so, so good. <laughs> yes, I know. Uh, I agreed, Carly, definitely. Right. right. To Kill a Mockingbird is just an all-time classic, I would say. Yeah, it's, it's one of the best
1: movies of any kind. Yeah,
0: yeah not just courtroom drama. Right. It's, it's amazing. Right.
1: An important movie, too.
0: Yes, it is. true. You know they're trying to um, to stop teaching it in school because of uh, of what it's about? Yes. Um, but that's the whole point, isn't yes. it?
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, th- this country... Is that a crisis, everybody? Yeah. Um, let's
0: save it, please. Yes. Right. Okay. So Justin chimed in. He said, Witness for the prosecution, the verdict, a cry in the dark, so many good uns. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Then <laughs> those are three good there. Yes, they are. <laughs> Alan says, And justice for all, dated as all get out, but worth the watch. <laughs> I don't think I've seen Injustice for All.
1: Oh, you never saw it? I don't think so. You've probably seen the clip of, of Al Pacino saying, you're out of order, I'm out of order, oh, the yeah, whole yeah. system's out okay. of order.
0: Yeah. So it's that one. It's that one, Okay. Right. I, yeah. Yo, I haven't seen the movie, though. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> um, and Donna chimed in saying, a few good men. Trevor chimed in saying, whilst everyone will probably leap at 12 angry men, and quite rightly so, I would like to suggest Devil's Advocate. Oh. A great spin on the immorality of the lawyers defending the guilty. Or at the other end of the good evil scale, how about the original Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street? That's true. I usually yeah. watch this whilst wrapping Christmas presents. I, wow! I it never even popped into my head until he mentioned this comment. I was like, "Wow, that's true." Yeah. Who would have thought Chris Kringle on trial would make a great film? Right, the People versus Chris Kringle. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And Salvador chimed in here, which might be your answer dave he mm. said jfk oh man so, i don't know but <laughs> yeah uh listen uh,
1: jfk uh that movie has a lot wrong with it obviously yeah um but it's so damned entertaining from start to finish mm-hmm. and the courtroom scene at the end holy crap is it good
0: yeah yeah um so did i guess right dave uh, uh listen um yeah
1: I-, I didn't have it on my list okay cool yeah all right mm-hmm. all right i'm well, glad he brought it up All right, so what do you got then? Okay, well, I realized after I asked this question that, you know, obviously, the staggering numbers of movies that that take place within a courtroom. Yeah. um, And it's so strange that they're so popular and that they're so comfortable to us because, like, if any of us ever had to, like, stand trial in real life, it'd be the worst moment of our our life, you Mm -hmm. know? Yeah. Um, But... You know, for some reason, we, we just enjoy the, the the legal process. We we watch, we like watching it play out, and especially in movies, even even when there's a, a bad outcome, for somehow somehow we'll keep returning to it. Mm-hmm. And like presumed innocent is is one of those where um, like justice isn't quite done even after you know everything mm-hmm. has been decided. Philadelphia is obviously great, you yeah. Know? And like in that one, there is justice. Uh, My cousin Vinny is—it's not exactly a drama, but like you right. know, the last uh, twenty minutes of it, Joe Pesci has to like you know he's not doing comedic acting anymore. He's actually trying to win the case. Um, Sleepers, I read, I watched that recently again, and you know, like that has like that—that that is a courtroom drama that's about lying in court. Mm-hmm. You know, and doing it to, I guess, like, foment justice. Yeah. Um, and then having to, like, deal with, well, was justice really served? Even though, like, the bad guys are dead, you know, yeah. it, it was what they got justice. Um, And obviously a few good men. And recently I yeah. watched Anatomy of a Fall.
0: Oh, gosh, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm sure we'll be talking a lot about that yes. in the next coming months. Probably so. Yeah. Um,
1: And then I wanted to highlight one that was a disappointment for me. Okay. Um, it's called Devil's Knot. Okay, I've Um,
0: never seen it.
1: Well, it's weird because even after saying I don't really like it, I'd still kind of recommend seeing it because, like, if you watch the Paradise Lost documentaries, which I know you did, um, and you follow the overall case of the West Memphis Three, you almost feel compelled to watch it.
0: Okay, so um, it's about that? Yes. I didn't know that.
1: It's a dramatic movie about the trial in 1993 that everybody, if you don't know, it's it's the, the in West Memphis, Arkansas. Uh, Damien Eccles, Jason Baldwin, and Jesse Miss Kelly were sentenced to life in prison, Damien to death, uh, for, the, for the murder of three young boys. Um, and they made this movie in 2012, like one year after the guys were released from prison. And, um, and even though it's got a great cast and it's even well made, it just feels so rushed. Yeah. Um, because like there was already so much material about the case, three full documentaries, plus the documentaries that were made after the guys were released from prison, um, that a dramatization almost feels like an afterthought. Yeah. You know, and like... uh someone familiar with everything you just watch it kind of you watch this movie kind of going oh that's a good casting choice for that person and you know oh that guy he kind of <laughs> looks like that person you right. know um and it's it's very distracting that way and i i just think that if they could have waited another five years or so they could have actually made a decent movie about this case right yeah uh, but yeah. It, as it stands that we've got this
0: well know. that sucks yes, because it it's does. such an intriguing thing i know i know they botch the dramatization
1: exactly it's such an important landmark legal precedent too and and like they and it's not to say that like no one can go and make a movie about it again because it can be right. done, but it's yeah. just like that. That it was done like literally just right when when they thought it was it was needed. Then, I, I don't uh, know. No, it, it okay. just, well, that it's a sucks, man. Yes. <laughs> right.
0: Um, good picks though. Yeah, thank that's you. awesome. Yes. A lot of them. Right. Um, like, like everyone else, I have a few good men on here. Yes. Like, I think everyone in this movie is at the top of their game. Yep. And I mean, rightfully it was awarded to Nicholson and like right. everyone was recognized for this stuff. It, right. it, it was wonderful. Yep. I mean, it spawned almost an entire genre of TV, you know? I mean,
1: we, we now know what the Aaron Sorkin walk is yes.
0: because of a few good men. Exactly. You know, another one I really like is the rainmaker with Matt Damon. Oh yeah. Um, I think that's a Coppola film. It is. Yeah. Uh, that one's a really good one about going up against big pharma and yep. stuff like that. I think that's what it was. I haven't seen it in years. It's but, like pollu- Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, pollution or yeah, something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh one I really like that I not a lot of people love some people love it some hate it is The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Oh man. It's uh courtroom like mo- drama I like the with movie Jennifer a lot. Carpenter and yeah. Laura Linney. Yeah. It's wonderful. It's all right. This girl was possessed and something happened and we're actually going to court for this. Right. It's awesome. I think it's great.
1: Jennifer Carpenter's performance in that movie is Oof. is so amazing i mean like the 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 exorcism stuff alone is just like you know you're you're kind of like yeah y- you you're concerned for her well-being the actress because she's putting so much out yes yeah, she's so physical
0: yes um and she is in everything she does she right. just brings it
1: i know yeah she is she's a powerhouse really
0: yeah um but yeah that, those are my picks yep cool let's move on to pumping iron dave okay what are your favorite movies that feature actors before they were famous On Instagram, Trevor chimed in, said, hey, guys, Donnie Darko springs to mind, not just for being an early role for the Gyllenhaal siblings, but until rewatching it a year or so ago, I'd completely forgotten that Seth Rogen is in it as one of the bullies. Of course, Jake Gyllenhaal can also be found as the embarrassed son of Billy Crystal in City Slickers. (laughs) And doesn't Richard Dreyfuss appear in a brief moment in The Graduate 2? I didn't know that. I I don't know if he does. Right. Uh, He could. Right. And Hall's being in City Slickers. Yes, that's true. Yes. City Slickers is a guilty pleasure for me, folks. Um, I think we're going to do it next year. Nice, dude. Okay, <laughs> I'm ready. All right. Saddle up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On Instagram, Mosmia Metal says, Philip Seymour Hoffman, Boogie Nights, and School Ties is loaded with names before they were names. Just noticed Timothy Chalamet in Interstellar. <laughs> mm. oh yeah right. which is true man right. uh he plays baby casey affleck mm-hmm. well like 14 year old casey <laughs> <Yes>. affleck but <laughs>
1: that's a really good resemblance actually. They, they
0: do look pretty similar yeah uh but those are good ones yeah on facebook finn chimed in donnie darko with jake gyllenhaal he has gone on to become one of my favorite actors and i can always expect a good performance from him donnie darko is just an amazing mind fuck of a time mm-hmm. well well said yes alan also said supposedly the big chill is harrison ford's first movie you don't see his face. He's the corpse being dressed in the very beginning. The theories that they shot flashback scenes, but they never made it on screen. I okay. think he's talking about. Um, I I responded um, to his
1: comment on that. Uh, it was it was Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner, yeah, right, right? Yeah. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, and I think that's what Alan meant too. Yes. I, he I think he just typed it wrong. Right. And then he says, "Hopscotch is one of my favorites." Sam Waterson is in it, mm. possibly his first role. Oh wow! Geez, okay. Never seen it. Yeah. Um, I'll have to check that out. I like Sam. Yep. And then, ironically, Sam chimed in on Facebook. He said, not a movie, but Miami Vice has some great cameos of big names before they were famous. (laughs) That is true. Yeah. That show had everyone. Because, I mean, it was a Michael
1: (laughs) Mann production. So, like, he could get, like, great actors.
0: Yeah. Um, I wonder if that was Sam Watterson who chimed in. Not, like I just says sam so i don't know well I, if sam uh, watterson listens to dudes on movies i mean we are really living right. we did an episode on one of your movies you'll exactly, listen to it dude. yes um joe chimed in he said speak with Kristen stewart i've never seen that mm. never heard of it kevin says river's edge with keanu reeves yes. carly chimed in with a bunch of stuff here you can count on me both laura linney and mark ruffalo never seen that that, one, that was no. the
1: first movie i ever saw mark ruffalo in okay yeah um it was
0: um it was the only other movie i
1: know of that kenneth lonergan made mm-hmm. um he made manchester by the sea and you can count on me those were his oh, only movies really
0: yeah as far as i know okay um she, she also says gone baby gone with amy ryan mm, yeah and hard candy with elliot page dude yes um yeah like... that movie's a ride. Yeah, dude, and uh, <laughs> Patrick Wilson, Patrick Wilson, Yeah, our Mr. Touchdown, Patrick dude, Wilson, dude. Yeah. yeah, dude, he gets his come up, and <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say about it. Yeah. Um, P.S. I saw Exotica in theater as a young person, and half the audience walked out, but I thought it was fresh and unexpected at the time. Uh, that goes back to something Dave was saying. Uh, yes, uh, a while ago, <laughs> and I'm so very sorry about the walkouts, Carly. That that really sucks. Yes. Um, and Chris chimed in. He said, "What eating? What's eating? Gilbert Grape is a good example of this for sure. Young Leo is uh, something else in that. Yes, he is. Yeah, he's really good, actually. Right. I, 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 my answer talking about Gilbert Grape. You got Johnny Depp in that mm-hmm. um, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, uh, un, unknown at the time. Right, I get, it's his first role really. Right. Uh, so that's that's one of my favorites." Um, I had another one, Dave, but it's slipping my mind right now. So why don't, why don't you give, give yours?
1: Okay. Well, um, you know, it, there, there's, there's a couple ways that like you can take this question obviously is like, you know, some people like, uh, uh, gave answers to like, you know, like starring roles, like people's first starring roles. Right. Yeah. Um, like mine with, was kind of like that. Yeah. There's also, um, some, some others like they, they put in, uh, like kind of just interesting cameos. So like, you know, the, the first time someone <laughs> appeared on screen. Right. Yeah. Um, and I have one of those two here with, uh. If you watch The Wizard from 1989 uh-huh Toby McGuire is one of Lucas's guys is he
0: yes oh man with the power gloves yes
1: oh if just you know like and it's it's so weird because it's his face that you know but it's on like a, an 11 year old's body-huh and it's so creepy <laughs> because it's like it's it's exactly his adult face that he never changed he never looked different um, except he's got like <laughs> you know hilarious. just you know Jimmy Z's on dude yeah.
0: I, I bought a bootleg copy of that on DVD about 20 years ago on eBay, um, not realizing it was a bootleg. Oh, okay. They hadn't even released a DVD of that movie yet. Really? And, you know, I wasn't thinking about that. I was like, oh, cool, the DVD. I'll buy it. Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. No, it was definitely like printed artwork from some like Inkjet (laughs) HP something. Nice. Yeah, it it was. it was bad.
1: That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other one of this kind was uh, I was watching Working Girl one day. Okay, and good like, one. Yes, and when Melanie Griffith is, wa- is coming down the street, like on her first day of uh, at, at the job, uh-huh. Steve Park. From Fargo just walks right into the frame and he's just an extra in the movie, but he's in focus. And I think he's trying to to like put himself over here because he like he looks <laughs> at his watch in a real panic and he's kind of like like trying to flag a cab down. And I'm like, man, he knows what he's doing.
0: Dude, yeah, he's like, I'm gonna get noticed. Exactly. <laughs>
1: yes.
0: <laughs> Great. Um
1: And then the other ones, um, like some years back, I wrote a feature for the website Taste of Cinema. It was about this topic. Yeah. And I looked it up and the people I included on my list were, they weren't unknowns at the time, but the ones I picked for my article were Christopher Eccleston in Shallow Grave, uh, Sarah Polly in The Sweet Hereafter, uh, Jesse Eisenberg in The Squid and the Whale, Lawrence Fishburne in King of New York, Cameron Manheim in The Road to Wellville, Will Smith in Six Degrees of Separation. Joseph Gordon-Levitt in Mysterious Skin, Jeffrey Wright in Basquiat, Ryan Gosling in The Believer, and Gary
0: Oldman in Prick Up Your Ears. I heard at least three episodes we've done in there, Dave. Yes, yeah. exactly. So, yes. Yeah, those are all good. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Cool. I, I thought of the, who I was thinking of. Elijah Wood in Back to the Future 2. Oh. <sighs> The little oh, kid in the future. That's huge. Yeah. 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 Wow. Okay. That's who I, I. I was like, man, I can't believe I forgot that. Right. Um, but yeah, he just shows up, much like Tobey Maguire. He looks exactly like Elijah I Wood know. on an eight year old. I know. It's yeah. scary. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. <laughs> All right. Cool. Let's move on to the Karate Kid Part Three, Dave. Okay. What sequels do you find the most disappointing? <laughs> Um, on Instagram, Mosmia Metal says all of the sequels to The Matrix and The Unbreakable sequels, Split and Glass, are so so bad. See, okay, yeah. Um,
1: I, I disagree on on the Unbreakable sequels. Um, I think that Split is is quite good.
0: Yes. You know the other one. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. There. I love I love Split. Yeah. Glass was eh. Right. Okay. Um, and I used to defend The Matrix Revolutions oh. as the second one. But I've rewatched it in the last couple of years and it's garbage. Okay. <laughs> There's some a couple cool fight scenes in yes. it and that's about it. There's some great visuals. The highway yeah. sequence at the end is actually really cool. Yes. That's the only reason to watch it. Just watch it on YouTube. <laughs> like, you yeah. don't even watch the rest of this movie. I know. Dude. I know. <laughs> right. Right. Um, on Facebook, Trevor says, Another great episode, guys. Some of my favorite pod episodes are bad movies being ripped apart, and Karate Kid 3 did not disappoint. <laughs> Thank you, but man. But, you're, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> but disappointing sequels can't not mention The Exorcist to The Heretic. <laughs> Jesus, what an absolute shit show! <laughs> John Borman bought us such a fantastic film with Deliverance and then gives us such wank as this and Zardoz. Whoever <laughs> needed to see Connery in a big red neck happy but i'm (laughs) if i'm honest (laughs) the most disappointing sequel for me personally well it was a prequel really the phantom menace how can you follow up the most celebrated trilogy ever with such a dull and lackluster film as that that to me was the day that star wars died for me i mean i I get get it Yeah. yeah the expectations uh were so high for that film and you got something you weren't expecting
1: yeah, uh, sitting in the theater uh, for the first thirty minutes, hearing about you know like embargoes, trade disputes, <laughs> and like yeah, yeah. Oh man, yeah. We
0: all felt like Mr. K in that moment. When are we gonna I, get to the horror movies, dude? I saw *Phantom Menace* eleven times in theaters. <sighs> I wasn't prepared for this. Wow! I, I uh, think I was uh, fourteen or fifteen when it came out. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So I was, I was there. <laughs> you know, hey, uh, look. I, I
1: I think it was the second DVD I ever bought.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, I mean... So, yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> what was your first DVD? Scarface. Okay. Yeah. There's some disparity there. Yes, um. yes. Uh, because I just...
1: <laughs> like, it was the novelty of getting the DVD player. Oh, yeah. You're like, oh, you cool. Know. DVDs. Yes. What and can w- I buy? And when I first put in Scarface, and, I, and like, the FBI warning, like, just fro I was frozen to the seat like oh my god look it's it exactly. was just jumping off the screen the first screen blu-ray
0: i ever got yes. i was like holy cow it was the fbi warning yes. that blew me away yes the visuals on the movie looked okay but <laughs> right? it was like that vivid red screen i know oh, exactly man. yes man just so, the sexy red right someone there someone needs to remaster that like dvd commercial about piracy like you wouldn't steal a car right uh, like yeah right someone needs to remaster that in 4k yes Anyway, Carly chimed in. Also, <laughs> she said, "This is way up there for me too, Dave." Book of Shadows, Blair Witch Two. Oh man, yeah, fuck that shit hard. <laughs> um, my buddy Josh, he rented. We rented it one night when it like came out. You know, it was at Blockbuster or whatever. Like, all right, we went. We got to see this because we love Blair Witch One. And we watched it that night. I hated it, and he loved it. He loved. He it. said it was better than the first one because it's an actual movie. And I said, "Yeah, but it sucks." <laughs> yeah, come on, man! It's an he, actual movie. Oh, I think we stopped being friends that day, actually. Uh, yeah, I mean that'd be <laughs> worth it. Yeah, th- th- that's worth a break. It up was there. garbage, Carly. Uh, thank you for bringing that memory back to me.
1: And you know, it's so crazy too because, like, and I think I uh, when Carly brought it up on, uh, I must, I think I rec- <laughs> answered her about like, like we talked about Paradise Lost just a few oh, minutes man. ago. And this is uh, like, Joe Berlinger directed Book of Shadows, Blair no. Witch. yes, like I, I mean, it's. How is that the same person? <laughs> I
0: don't
1: know. How is that the same creative eye? You know, I, I don't get it. Really, whatever, whatever. What a disappointment.
0: She also mentioned Sex in the City, the movie 2. Mm. I haven't seen any of those, mm. um, but I have heard uh, a similar consensus yes. on these. Yes, yes. Um, so, yeah. She says, just horrible, both of them, unwatchable, especially when the number ones were fairly fun. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. thanks for that, Carly. Tom chimes in. He says, hey, dudes, I love that Martin Cove Bilbo going for the ring face. <laughs> yeah. He's talking about the image we chose for the, the podcast episode, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty great way to describe it. Yeah. Um, he says, Ian Holm and the CGI guys would be proud. <laughs> Definitely a number one answer for me here, and I expect it will be a popular one. A film I first saw in the cinema on the day of release in 1991, Highlander 2 The Quickening. Oh, wow. A bloody, terrible film that destroyed the original's own lore as well as being just bad. I did see it twice in the cinema, though. See? See, even he sees bad movies in the cinema more yeah, than once. Yeah. Of course. It's not just me. No. And owned it on VHS and DVD just like you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Plus I recently rewatched it and actually quite enjoyed it, but it is a bad film. It's weird the
1: relationship you can develop with a bad movie. Isn't like it's it? something that you hate like that. You just like you kind of you just
0: can't quit it. Yeah. You know. I have I I think I have both of the cuts of this on DVD <laughs> really of Highlander 2 yeah there's the there's the the regular cut and then the Renegade cut oh. which kinds of tries to retcon the stuff that was retconned in the original oh <laughs> like, man <laughs> apparently it's better I don't know okay um, but yeah I'm that kind of a guy I got <laughs> yes. two different versions of Highlander 2 <laughs> that's an extensive yeah that sucks man (laughs) anyway dave um what are your answers (laughs) um well
1: yeah i mean yeah this was hard because there's a lot of them um but the obviously the point of the question for me is is like you know it's a movie that you were like looking forward to based on how good the original was yeah so like baby geniuses Two might be terrible (laughs) but you probably weren't dying to see it right so you can't really say it was a disappointment yes right um For me, Major League Two was a disappointment. Ah. Um, Because I think that the original is one of the best movies ever made about not just baseball, but like all the dumbassery that's involved in baseball. Yeah. And part two, on the other hand, uh, first of all, they couldn't get Wesley Snipes back, which just absolutely sucks. Yeah. And the script had none of the humor of the original, and the comedy they did try just falls flat every time. Um, There was this catcher who like had the yips, um, Mm -hmm. and that... That wasn't funny um the japanese player who was too emotional uh the fans who just show up only to boo yeah um none of it works and i tried to rewatch it a few years ago and i turned it off like halfway through wow i was like this is garbage
0: is it one you've seen
1: many times um like back back then i did i, yeah. I probably saw it four times like okay back in the day um and it was also rated pg yeah. Uh, like the first one is an R rated movie. And yeah. so they, the sequel is rated PG and they ripped the guts out of the movie and Disney everything. Um, yeah, that should never happen.
0: And man, it just sucks. So yeah, bad. I remember seeing the third one in theaters Oh, back, back, to, back to the to miners. To the yeah. yeah. And it was horrible.
1: I mean, I can't believe that it's got that. Like the second one has the same. I don't know if David S. Ward directed part three. I have no uh, idea. He did direct this one, but it was a different different screenplay, like different script writers. Right? They, they, you know. But I just can't believe he signed off on it because it was like, man, I okay, whatever.
0: Someone signed off on a check. Yes, That's why. That, that is
1: exactly right. Yeah. He, he was paid handsomely, I'm sure. Oh, um, man. Basic Instinct two. It came out <laughs> yes, like it was long after the oh original, my God. like 15 years later. And even though Sharon
0: Stone <laughs> rules,
1: um, like this movie. I don't desire to ever watch it again
0: <laughs> she is so campy in that movie oh yeah yeah and exactly. it's kind of what you want though that, that was
1: what you were yeah. hoping for yeah and like i wish that the rest of the movie didn't let her down
0: yeah right you know because like yeah. she
1: is yeah it's worth it just to see her play Catherine Chamel again because she's awesome mm-hmm. but like the rest of the movie is just like not up to her standard at all <laughs>
0: not even close
1: oh man oh dude yeah it, it really reminded <laughs> me of that movie <laughs>
0: Mm. you know um, i i would like to think about sharon stone as often as possible though so of it's fine. course so so it that's an always fine. a welcome presence yes, yes. Um, <laughs> um
1: yes and the last one was species Two. i really liked that first movie
0: i've never seen it but yeah the first one's actually the first one you have saw the yeah. first one yeah okay i actually yeah. have like the trilogy on dvd i need Dude, i've been wanting to watch all of them y-
1: you'll you'll have a good time now yeah. part two is worth one go around okay you know um because they actually do try to do something different um and it's super weird, but it's just not great. Yeah. Um, now I'm gonna check out the rest of the straight to video sequels at some point, though, okay. because apparently it's pretty wild. And I, 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 <laughs> I love. Can only imagine. Yeah, Yeah. And I, I, I'm always down for like something that like people just think is is like strange and bizarre. Yeah. And I'm like yeah, I'll, I'll take
0: it. I heard they're like D grade films. Yes. They're, they're pretty horrible.
1: Because even like the the first one, as good as it is, the last sequence where they're in the sewer chasing mm-hmm. her around. Uh, the CGI is is yeah. If you go back and watch it now, you will you will have a, yourself a yeah. nice big laugh.
0: Yeah, we can save that for the next question. Actually, oh, there we go. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, but my answer for this one, I wrote down Mortal Kombat Annihilation.
1: That's a great one, dude. The yeah.
0: sequel to the yeah. first Mortal Kombat movie, which I will defend today, yeah. is not a great film, <laughs> but it is a fun movie. It's very entertaining. It's very entertaining, especially for. A ten-year-old who's obsessed with Mortal Kombat. Absolutely, you know? <laughs> yes. yes. So when the sequel came out, I, my, I think my dad took me to see it, and I was so disappointed. <laughs> I was like, "What the hell is happening with this? It's the worst." Like, I think it's one of the earliest times I remember thinking, "Like, why did they write it this way? Right? Why did that person do that? They have no motivation to do that." <laughs> I think I learned what motivation was at this point. Yeah. So it's like this movie is utter trash dude and talk about bad CGI at the end it looks like a screensaver I know it's awful yeah oh dude I mean yeah like
1: it's it's the same with species I mean like dude. that freaking Encarta 96 startup menu yes, is dude. just like
0: bouncing around on the screen <laughs> there's 3D pipes moving around yes. it's like the worst yeah I don't know Mortal Kombat Annihilation god awful right. I hate it right. I refuse to watch it <laughs> It has James Remar as Raiden, doesn't it? It does. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, that, that, he that... replaced our Highlander.
1: Exactly. Oh, that's <laughs> so
0: nuts, man. Yes. And I think like Brian James plays Shao Kahn. He Khan, does. Yes. And he's actually not bad in it, but like you can't save this film at all. Right. right. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> anyway, let's move on to our final question, Dave. It was from Clash of the Titans, 1981. Do dated or poor special effects bother you? So really, there's no movie as an answer, which right. I don't think we do that very often. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is this is kind of fun. Um, on Facebook, we got a couple just yes no from some people you know yes link said yes uh cesar says no um which is fine it's yeah a good answer
1: I, it's it's an open it's it's not a uh, it was a yes or no question my honestly. answer is just
0: no <laughs> yeah. spoiler yes uh, but no tom chimed in he said no simple as that i'm in my late 40s now and was brought up watching 70s sci-fi films and tv shows 30s serials with buster Crab. I don't know how you say that, sorry. And all of the 50s B-movies like This Island, Earth, and Journey to the Center of the Earth. One thing I got from watching these old classics was suspension of disbelief, not watching it for the flaws in the special effects and makeup. If the film expected me to believe that an iguana with a fake fin on its back was a dinosaur, then I accepted that I was watching a dinosaur. Then you get to Harryhausen and his incredible stop motion, and it's still there to be believed. When people watched Jason and the Argonauts in 1963 or the Sinbad films, they believed that they were watching flying harpies, giant metal soldiers, and enormous flying birds, and they're just as effective today. Hear, here, Tom. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I, I agree, especially with Jason and the Argonauts and the skeleton fight. And, like just awesome stuff it is
1: and he's right too about like audiences at that moment like watching it they yeah. they, they just totally bought it you know just like we did in 1995 with species right you know yeah. we, we didn't know this, that it was bad cGI Yep. um and I also like would like to congratulate him on having watched this island earth independent <laughs> of mst3k he just watched <laughs> it on his own you know <laughs> that's really awesome
0: <laughs> yep um he he's Pretty hardcore guy, man. Yep. <laughs> Jay chimed in, he said, dated and crappy CGI bothers me, but practical effects impress me. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, bad CGI does kind of bother me, but depending on when the movie came out, I can give it a pass. Right. Like, like if I was watching Species, I'd be like, yeah, oh, I it, know, yeah, of exactly. course it sucks. Yes. You yeah. know. But And
1: I I I guess I tend to be so hard on it because I think that it's taken the place of the the craftsmanship that that went into the, the dated special
0: effects that we find so entertaining. Right. Exactly. And I mean, going back to the Phantom Menace, like Mm -hmm. the CGI in that was better than a lot of this other crap. But if you watch it today, still, it's like, mm, I I don't know. I know.
1: I don't know about it. Exactly. It's, it's not as timeless as, as like maybe Terminator 2.
0: Yeah, you know. or do you remember the puppet Yoda they used in Phantom Menace yes, before they replaced him with the CGI Yoda? Yes, I don't know what I prefer. I actually kind of like the CGI Yoda. Um, yeah, but the puppet one looked like a turd, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like Frank Oz's original Empire Strikes Back puppet. That's you know? right. Yeah.
1: Um, I I agree with you about, about the CGI Yoda. I think that it, that that's actually pretty seamless. And and when you watch him in uh, Attack of the Clones too. Yeah. Um, like. Uh, people have like kind of pointed out how silly it is that like Yoda is is in the fight with Count, you know, like just twirl doing well, all the, yeah. the spins and everything. I I'd mark out for that fight every Me time. Me too. You know, yeah, I love it.
0: I love it. Yeah. Um. I think on our episode we talked about how we liked the fight, yes. and we also talked about some of the bullshit with it too. Oh, of which course. Is fine. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, mainly the dialogue. Uh- <laughs> Man, when he when when, when Chris <laughs> we can only decide this with the lightsaber. Yeah. <laughs> How about you just pull out the lightsaber? It's
1: just like, <laughs> imagine just reading stage direction. Like like um, I'm, like I'm you were putting on a play and I was like, sound of door closing. <laughs> I mean, it, it's just like. Uh, Did you
0: ever watch Dragon Ball Z? Um, I've cartoon? seen clips of it. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, like half the episodes are them just powering up going. Ugh. <laughs> yes. And then someone else goes, his powers at 10,000. Like, <laughs> what if that guy didn't say his powers at 10,000? Would that change it? Really? I don't know. <laughs> Like, would I think it's cooler, less, um, or I don't yeah, know? Yeah, tough to tell. <laughs> <laughs> would I just think he's at 8,000? Right,
1: exactly. Or would
0: I even think there's a number associated I'm with it? I'm powerless now because no one told me what this guy's levels are at. Yeah, I know, right? You know? How am I going to beat this boss? Do I need to grind more? <laughs> I need more XP. <laughs> All right, let's get back to this. Brandy Lynn says, I don't think so. Crappy CGI does, especially if it's a big-budget blockbuster type, throw shade at The Mummy 2 and The (laughs) Scorpion King. Awesome. Uh, Scorpion King is an infamous infamous example of horrible CGI. Yeah, yeah. Um, I watched an awesome YouTube video about it, and... It was the guy who did the effect was talking to these other newer special effects guys who have a YouTube channel, okay. and like he was explaining the effect. He's like, "Yeah, we never did it before. We had to figure it out, and that's what we got. Right? You <laughs> right. <know>? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, we didn't know that you had to map these certain things a certain way to make it look this way. And like, yes. like yeah, that's why I say I give it kind of a pass." If I think about what time it was when it came out. And I think that what
1: I'm most mad about is maybe not the effect itself, but like the, I guess the crass people who looked at previous special effects and said, that's too expensive. And, and the, it was, it was all about saving money. That That's all the whole thing is. Oh yeah. N- not because like this computer generated thing is going to like, you know, be better and be more visually appealing. That's not what they're after at all. It's just
0: like, it's fully to save money. Yep. It's all about I, the money. It, you know? all about the benjamins dave um john chimed in he said not really most of the time i think it adds to the charm example the last starfighter yeah yeah and i mean great example i think those effects fit that movie i think right um for the time um then alan chimes in he says most movies did the best they could with effects prior to star wars being okay was good enough not anymore there are a few movies that stand out. Logan's Run is a great movie. The effects look high schoolish. you can tell. Less than a year later, the whole world knew what ILM was. Only makes it worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And then he also gave us this little thing here. He said, one of my buddies from middle school was a big fan of Ray Harryhausen's stop motion. He made his own stop motion animations as a child. Today, millions of people enjoy his animations. He is an effects supervisor for Walt Disney Animation Studio.
1: That is so cool, man. That's awesome. We didn't get
0: a name, which is fine. We don't have to put him on blast, but that's awesome, man. Yes. That's so cool. Um, And then we got a response on Blue Sky from Steven. He says, the early Doctor Who special effects are... Special defects, is what he says in quotes, Yes, are hilarious. (laughs) Low budget is fine if the script is good.
1: Yes. And with Doctor Who especially, like 70s Doctor Who with Tom Baker, when I think of Doctor Who, that's who I think of. Yeah. That's your doctor. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and so when I see him like battling the Daleks, and uh, <laughs> there, there's some really shaky effects there, uh-huh. I'm I'm just okay with it. It's like a know? little trash can with a yeah, thing exactly, poking out of it. Exactly, yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's fine. Yep.
0: Um, my what do you got, Dave? Um, let's see.
1: I well, the answer for me is no. Um, yeah. and that's particularly true of dated effects like we've been talking about. Yeah. Um, because of all movie magic, I think that matte paintings. They're probably what I love the most, yeah. uh, mainly because of the time and effort that went into their creation. You know, when you watch Raiders of the Lost Ark, yeah, that one they use for the warehouse at the end. Um, I mean, you could just stare at it for days. Yeah, it's really cool because uh, the the perspective that that is involved in in this painting and the scope of it and like yeah, how big it was. I mean, like like you actually created this masterpiece that that was so painstakingly right. <laughs> done. And it's going to be in one scene of a movie,
0: and, and it totally, you, you totally buy, it. you're like, wow, that's just a gigantic warehouse. And you need to know, like, the camera placement. Yes. Because you can't get the perspective right if you don't know where the camera's going to be. That's like, right. So that's all got to be figured out before you even make it. It takes so much work. Yeah. It's wonderful. I love that. And I love, like, the the when they paint on glass and they put it right in front of the camera, you yes. know? Yes, yes. Like, that looks so good, like, and, like... Uh, a New Hope, when Obi Wan's like over the pit, deactivating the shields and stuff. Like, yes, that's just like a glass painting up in front, like half of it. It's, right, it's so good, man. Um, I, I know, and and like
1: even though it's not as convincing as matte paintings, I like I like seeing rear screen projection too.
0: Yeah, it's um, not bad. Yeah, I mean, um, I accept it. Like I said, for the time, like that's yeah. what they did exactly. And, Sometimes it looks really good, actually. Like when even in Invisible Man, when we I talked about that, they use that so well in that movie. Yes, and in Technicolor, it it registers okay,
1: just uh, not as quite as good as black and white, but yeah. you know, um, still still okay. I mean, we, we, they used it a lot in that one montage in It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, like when they're showing the passage of time between like the Depression and World War II. Right. Yeah. Um. And uh. And I don't know if it's necessarily a special effect, but like. Uh, I guess the only other one that bot the one that bothers me is when I, I, I love stunt. People are, they, they fascinate yeah. me and they're a huge part of filmmaking, really important piece. And th- their contribution is like massive, you know, yep. but when filmmakers don't do a good job of covering them up, um, <laughs> it's a problem. Yep. You know, um, you, you got to make sure that like, if a character doesn't have a mustache that his stunt man doesn't <laughs> register in focus on camera with that mustache.
0: Yes. Yeah. Right. That's true. Yeah. Um, my answer is also no. Yes. I already said that. Like, I, I can't even appreciate bad special effects sometimes, you know, like. Okay. Just because, like, I like to watch a lot of the cheesy, you know, like, giant shark movies and stuff yeah like, sci-fi channel bullshit, you know, like. <laughs> it's, it, yeah, it's it's horrible effects. It doesn't bother me because I know what I'm watching. Yeah. Um, or even, like, in Deep Blue Sea when the <laughs> sharks are eating, like, Samuel Jackson shit. Like. <laughs> It's so bad, I know. but it it's it's so bad. It's good. It's one of those situations. Yes. Um, but no. Generally, it doesn't. And kind of like Steven said on Blue Sky, like if the script is good, it's good. I know. Like it's more about that. Yeah. If I telling can suspend story- my uh, disbelief, of course. Yeah. Right. So. All right, so that wraps it up. Thanks for your responses, everyone. It was a great time, as always. Yes. And Dave, why don't you let everyone know where they can find us?
1: Yes, uh, you can look for us on Facebook, Blue Sky, and Instagram. Look for Dudes on Movies. And our email address is dudesonmovies at gmail.com.
0: That's right. And I think if you've made it this far in our listener response episode, you are probably the super fans. Yes. So thanks for listening. If you could... Go to iTunes. Go anywhere. Leave us a review and say something nice. Yes, of course. <laughs> just just
1: dri- one line talking about how much you like us, or you know, and and yeah. Apple Podcasts is the place to be.
0: Yes, it is. So until next month, when we respond to December's questions, I'm your dude Scott. I'm your dude Dave, and we'll see you next time.